Welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Kayla. I'm Thomas. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark. His signature style, dog. Welcome back to Teenage Therapy. Welcome back to the podcast episode 125 or 126. Um, I think it's both oh, 126. Yeah. Been doing this for 126 weeks. I know. So long. Imagine a life without without a podcast. That's a different life. Zero episodes. What would have that would have been so different, dog. That would have been so different. I wonder what I would have been doing each week, each time. But, How right? different would our personalities be? Oh my too. Gosh, our style, right? personalities, <laughs> our personal development. Yeah. yeah. I'd definitely be a Kevin Nguyen. <laughs> you you turn one of those? I mean, at least you recognize Probably. it. It's like, the first yeah. step is recognizing it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no personal growth. Without it? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I would have never thought about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really, yeah, I guess so. What was I going to say? Oh, my God. This is so irrelevant, but I just, like, I wonder if we're ever, if it's going to feel weird if we switch seating placements. Because you know how we used to switch around all the time? Yeah, now we don't switch around. It's just, like, me and Mark on the couch. Yeah. Wait, last time I was on the ground. Last time, yeah. It's really? because Mark wasn't here. Yeah, last year. But when we're all here, like, it would be weird if, I don't know, I just. I feel like this one's the most optimal. Should we I don't just, know, I don't we know just why. keep it like this forever? I, feel like, I, like I it just like this. don't like how the other camera makes me look. Oh, <laughs> I just don't like that, like, girl, like, I only see the back of girl's head and he has yeah. to turn around to make eye contact with me. But I do like the couch because of the back support. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys yeah. have back support. But I just don't like the camera, so I just Yeah, I literally do not like sitting on the bed. I like this because it's, like, good back support. Yeah. Only thing is my legs fall asleep and sometimes my butt hurts, so I should get a butt cushion. Yeah, so you just get a pillow. Day, yeah. yeah, but anyways, this episode, um, funny enough, after 126 weeks of teenager therapy, we have yet to talk about therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this episode, um, you want to talk about therapy? Uh, I think Thomas mentioned it in the last episode, right? I always mention um, therapy, you know, just gone in like every episode, but I've never like actually, I guess, talked about my experience with it so um let's see where do i even start first um i initially had a very like strong distaste um of therapy like i just felt like it was it wasn't gonna work for me it was unnecessary it was time consuming it was expensive it was just an inconvenience i guess and i always like put it off and guy would always be like oh well why don't you go to therapy but i really just didn't like the idea of having to go why Um, not i don't i don't know i just felt like it wasn't gonna work I don't know. Um, yeah, and also I just like didn't like. First of all, I didn't want to do it because it felt like an inconvenience, and then I didn't know how to even go about it because I would have to like get my parents' approval, and that means I'd have to tell them, and it was like just super complicated. Um, but when did I get it? I got it. 
maybe September. Oh, really? Wow, that feels a long time. It feels like wow. September wow. or October. I don't know, but it was around that time. So I, I've been going for like four months or so, wow. and um, it's been good. It's been better. Uh, I don't know. Um, you guys are probably wondering, like, well, if you had such like um, if you didn't like therapy so much, then why did you go? And what pushed me to go was that I what I was in this like really really horrible um like mental state, probably like the worst I've ever been in, and. Like, I guess getting therapy wasn't necessary necessarily like a um a option, but like I had to do it. Like I felt that I needed to do it to be safe and to keep myself safe and to protect myself, and basically just stop myself before I make any like dumb decisions. And so it was just like any other day. It was um like I I think I just finished class. I was in my room and I was I was really sad. Um, my emotions were very overwhelming, and I didn't know what to do about it. And I guess. What I did next was kind of impulsive, and I told my mom that I really needed help and I needed to go to therapy. And um, I was a little afraid of what she would say because my parents never have been one to, um, I guess like talk about mental health, nor do they really believe it. But that was a long time ago, and I think my parents, or at least my mom, have definitely educated herself on what mental health is and how common it actually is with like every teenager. And so, when I told her, she was actually very supportive. She was, um, yeah, she was quick to call my doctor and try to like figure something out and all that. And Another reason why I didn't want to tell my mom was because I didn't want her to worry. I think that was like the main thing that was keeping me from asking for help, and that was because I didn't want to worry my parents. Um, because you know my parents already have like a lot going on in their lives, and I didn't want to burden them with you know having to worry about like just keeping me alive, I guess, and. Um, when I told her, she was, I don't know, but she was, um, I don't, I don't know. Give me a second. Um, so eventually, eventually I did go to my first therapy session and my therapist is really good. Um, she's super sweet and I feel like really close to her now um and i like that she also came from an asian household and so i felt a little more um like personal i guess 
and we could you know relate on that kind of experience um so yeah that's good uh and over time i guess i guess it's just been good like my experience with therapy has been really good i wouldn't say that you know you go to therapy and you go to a few sessions and your life's gonna be all like all that much better but it definitely does you know encourage you to at least try um but i do remember that when i when my therapist asked if i wanted to go on antidepressants i was i was i really did want to go on them because I felt that it was necessary at this point that I needed to go on medication. Um, and so I told them, I told my therapist, yes, but I needed my parents' approval. And I didn't know what my parents would have said. I thought they would have been okay with it. But when I told my mom, she was very against it. Uh, she didn't want me to be, like, be too reliant on like a drug in order for me to be happy or anything. And she was worried about like the side effects. And you know that's totally understandable. But oh my god. It was it was a very intense night. Because like the whole family got involved. And everyone was crying. Or it was just like me and my mom crying. And you know my mom said that the reason why she doesn't want to go back to work. Is because she's worried to leave me alone. And that was like the biggest, like that was the thing I didn't want to happen. I didn't want it so that she had to worry about me. But now that I've opened up to her and I told her that I need like serious help, she really does worry for me. And I don't know, I guess it's just, you know, as a parent, you want to know what your parent, what your child is going through and if they need help. And, you know, I think it's better that my mom knows than to to just be, like, suffering in silence. But I also wish that I didn't have to make her go through that, you know? Um, sorry, I, I'm just, like, rambling and sharing everything that has gone on regarding my therapy, I guess. Um... Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I think therapy has... <sighs> I don't know. Um, because when I got therapy, um, I really did want to make an active effort to get better and improve my life. And I think that's, you know, the main, like, drive and motivation I have to keep on going. Um, I don't know, because it wasn't like I... It's hard to... Because, I mean, I ha I did wonder if, like, therapy was actually doing something for me. um, Or am I only just being happier because I'm trying myself... And I think it's just like both. I think um, having a therapist really does allow you to 
you know, get some new insight and make you realize some things that you wouldn't have realized on your own. So I do recommend therapy and I wouldn't say that every therapist is going to be right for you and it might take a few tries, but I really do think that therapy is worth trying out. So yeah. So you don't think it's useless anymore? No, I don't think it's useless. Um and um yeah, it's not useless, but it is expensive. Uh And I and that that's what really bothers me is that therapy is expensive and it's just stupid. Like I don't I think that just speaks for itself. I it's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 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 kind of um it's so upsetting because I know there's a lot of people that have the same mentality as you that I don't want to tell my parents about my struggles because I don't want them to worry about me, which I always had a hard time wrapping my head around it because I feel like, I mean, it, it, obviously when you're like in a healthy state of mind, it's the answer is obvious. It's better that you tell your parents, have them worry about you for a few months, than make them go through the pain of you possibly dying and just you know passing away because of a dumb mistake but i could see how when you're in that state of mind it's 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 just very fuzzy and like in your head you think you're doing the right thing by not worrying people when in reality it's it's not like that at all i think i think people Maybe it's because when you're in that state of mind, since you have such little emotional capacity, you start to feel like everyone else is the same way and that like, they won't be able to handle a little bit of worry and they're going to just like not be able to handle it. Or why Why do you think you, you that was your mindset? Of like why I didn't want my yeah. parents to worry? Yeah. Like, I mean, how do you view it now? Like, do you, do you, if you had a kid... You have a kid, right? And you love them very much. They're like all that you wanted and you want to take care of them and see like see them grow old. Would you rather they kill themselves or would you rather help them and be worried about them for a couple of months? Okay. Well, obviously, yes, I'm going to want to help them. Um, I don't... Well, okay. I think it's really like common that children don't want to tell their parents and you know not everyone has that close relationship nor do they have those parents that are able to understand mental health you know they just Mm -hmm. don't necessarily like believe that it's an actual thing um and so I mean, yeah, like I, I, like I don't really know what you're asking. I think I don't know. It's just like a weird concept, and it's just trying to understand like what drives people to think like that, and how you could help them like get out of that way of thinking of like I don't want them to worry. But I think maybe it also has to do with the the relationship you have, like you said, and the love that you've received from them. I think that if if you're if they have shown that they constantly like they worry about you they care about you and they've shown that 
affectionately and constantly and you have a good relationship and you really do feel like they care about you i think i think it'll feel a lot easier for you to to tell them and not feel like you're burdening them but i think if you have a relationship with your parents that's um that's out of touch and that's very very iffy and not very strong and they've never truly shown and expressed their love and care for you then i think that's when it starts to feel like that's when it starts to feel like you don't deserve their worry you don't deserve their care and you start to feel like if by asking them it's a burden because they've never done it so for them to suddenly start doing it now you feel like it's it's going to be a bother for them and i think i think maybe that's why a lot of people feel like feel like that and just have that same mindset of i don't want to burden them and i feel like people have this mindset where they can take care of everything where they believe that they can take care of everything and because of that they choose to hold the burden themselves so that they don't give it to their parents or people that they care about because they believe that it would be less work for them and that i can handle this but like what ends up happening is that it is gets too overwhelming and they kind of like go into this cycle like oh now i'm very sad and then i'm gonna go release it in like a uh, i'm gonna go cope with it in a unhealthy way and that kind of gives you like that temporary pleasure but then when they receive or when they and then they go back to the mindset okay then i'm gonna go handle everything again does that make sense i don't think it does let me go rephrase that i think it does um i know i was like that too yeah and i felt like i could get better on my own uh-huh. but if that was the case then why was i unhappy like yeah. basically my entire life uh-huh. and nothing has really changed yeah so, yeah you 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 know don't burden yourself with like having to keep everything inside and I guess like putting up a front or having to just or you feel like you can get better on your own Mm -hmm. and I want to say like that isn't like impossible but you know it's nice to have help yeah there's no reason for you to do that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. exactly and I feel like um like for me personally it, it depends on the way you grew up too because the way I grew up I basically had to hold everything in not tell my parents or my uncle or whatever because they always said that like hold your ground take care of yourself and stuff like that you're not going to be alone um when you grow up like your friends are never going to be there or they're always gonna they're not always going to be there for you and then i sort of like had that mindset and because of that i didn't really like i didn't really like rely on anybody else but me and that's why i bought up like the mindset before because i feel like i had that mindset where i had to take care of everything so that i can make it easier for everybody else and that's why i didn't tell anybody how i felt or how i truly felt inside yeah uh i think for me like how you mentioned Marco, like telling other people how you felt or whatever it was just uncomfortable for me (laughs) um and a part of me felt like I know this is like so wrong and like twisted, but like I didn't I didn't want to make it seem like I was asking for attention almost like even though what I was feeling was like valid or whatever. Um, I just didn't want to make it seem like 
I wanted like their attention or their help or anything. So mm-hmm. it's like similar to you where like you sort of just bought, bottled it all uh-huh. in. I do the same thing. Like, did you guys ever feel that way? I don't know. Like why why I would think that way. I think it's mainly because of like my family. Again. Mm. I think that's like where most of this stems from. Like, family. I feel like a lot of problems that we hold yes. to this day comes from family. Exactly. I think a lot of people, um, they don't like people feeling bad for them. Yes. But yeah. I feel yeah. like I have the opposite problem. I think I like having people feel bad for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's why like I it's so easy for me to like kind of be vulnerable sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's because I know that I'm, you know, my feelings are getting validated oh, and okay. people are listening and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like... I guess that I'm recognized for going through all this hard shit and it kind of makes it, you know, feel a little better. I don't know. Sometimes it kind of feels wrong to say that, like, I like being pitied sometimes. Um, I feel like I always like try to pity myself. Yeah. And it might be like a reason why it's hard for me to move on from things is because Mm -hmm. I... You know, I like wallowing in my own suffering and pain, and yeah. But that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of the opposite with that too, where like you sort of try to like how you mentioned pity yourself, where me, I would try to like invalidate my own emotions. Yeah, like saying, dude, I'm the opposite, cause like with my own family, I would always put up a front, and I feel like kind of ashamed if I really showed my weaknesses, cause I, I just feel weak, right? Like if if they um ever wanted help from me or something, I'd feel like they would hold back because I'm like mentally unstable or something like that. So yeah, it could take a, like a lot of time for me to open up. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Like the weakness part, it doesn't feel nice to be pitied. Um, yeah, that's like I'm like opposite of you, Thomas. Yeah. I I don't like being pitied. That's why when guys sometimes calls me like small or. Po- poquito, pobrecito. Dude, same. Like, yeah, I don't like, like hey. those. I don't <laughs> like those terms. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me. F- yeah, I don't, I just don't like it. Like I know sometimes like people have good intentions with that, but it yeah. just feels like degrading. Like, uh-huh. I think that's why like it's so easy for me to like validate other people. Yeah. And like when they tell me their problems, it's really easy for me to understand why it's a problem because I don't know, like. Yeah, but something else I wanted to say was that I think the, I think the self pity and the desire to receive pity from others, it comes from like just a place of not receiving mm. like attention and mm. the right care. I guess when I was younger, yeah. and I guess it's just fulfilling my you know the needs i never you know was yeah yeah. yeah, you know what i mean like it makes perfectly sense yeah i hope that makes sense i just never got the care that i should have gotten as a child and now i like getting the attention now i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah you have like the will to like seek the attention you want right kind of yeah um i wouldn't like (sighs) 
I guess it's like just the Leo in me, but also, also, it's just like, um, like I, I wouldn't call myself an attention seeker. Like I'm very shy. I'm, I don't do well in group settings or like just with like a lot of people. If it's like a small amount of people, then I can go crazy. But like big groups, I don't like and. You know, I I don't like that people might you know see me as an attention seeker, um. But I guess like I kind of am. I don't really know, but it's it's like I don't like when there's a lot of attention on me, but I also like when people can feel bad for me, because then they, I guess. Are nicer, or just treat me better. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's healthy? Um. Well, I don't really. I don't think so. I think it it just puts me in like this constant cycle of having to require another person's validation or attention, just like. I guess to feel better about my own problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, your, and like, do your problems like ever get solved from that? Uh, it's well, that's a little difficult to answer because I don't really know what my problems are, and I guess like my problems are just I don't know. I feel like there's a new problem like every month. Um. I think like nowadays it's a lot better. Um, yeah. I think I I'm able to like validate my own emotions and my own problems like just on my own, and I don't, you know, you're seeing a lot less of um self pity tweets on like Twitter. So I think that's something. Um, I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah, I I can't really answer that. I think oh, okay. it's just I'm learning how to be able to just be okay yeah. mm-hmm. with just me. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. there's such a negative connotation around like seeking attention. Like as long as you don't become too reliant on it, I feel like it's fine to seek attention if you like you feel lonely or you really need like some help validating something. Yeah, I just like growing up, I, I was always like people made fun of me and they would (laughs) say that I was like an attention seeker or like when I said that like I remember when I was like really sad and I was like I could have like depression I think people said that I was just saying that or oh I, I okay I remember that when I um came out people said I was just saying i was gay just for attention oh, and it's just like sounds right i mean like <laughs> yeah like seekers like seek attention the most like this whole yeah this whole thing i was just seeking attention being gay it's been one for, big yeah I, experiment. I did have an idea so yeah i think that's why i have such a negative connotation of being called an attention seeker it's okay if you want attention yeah it just kind of hits me a little Dude, those that call there's attention seekers for sure. They're always wanting attention too. So, 
Yo. <laughs> like if you're gonna call someone that really think maybe you want attention too and you're just jealous of the attention they're getting yo oh damn. wow yeah. you're really hitting it <laughs> keep it going keep it going <laughs> too many people dealt with dude it seems like um you like have some sort of experience with that. yeah yeah like just all around like even in high school middle school elementary there's always like people getting attention right like the uh-huh. most attention in the class and stuff like that yeah and people just get so jealous of that, right? Like, just because someone has a lot of attention and stuff, it doesn't mean that they're seeking it and they're, like, purposely pitying themselves just for it. Sometimes it just happens, and that's mm-hmm. fine. If you want attention so bad, maybe you should seek it as well. You shouldn't be ashamed of it if you really need yeah. it, right? It's like they're reflecting their own insecurities. Yes. And other people. Mm-hmm. That's just for everything in general. A lot of people do that. Yeah. All of us have done it before. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like... Every time a person criticizes another person, they're reflecting their own insecurities on them. And I believe that because I've definitely done that myself. I um, I could admit that. I remember, like, I had this friend and then I would, like, just in my mind, I would just think of something that they would do. And I would just, like, judge them for it. Dude, same. And I feel so guilty because, like, yeah. I don't mean to bring them down, but it's just, like, in your head. Yeah. Your insecurities are just... Yeah, and, yeah, the thing that I'm judging them about is something that I do. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why I judge them because I'm sort of mad at myself that I have yes. that character trait or whatever it is that It's, like, they do. something you want to change yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel sure. you, dude. I, for sure. It's so easy to say that because I recently have been recognizing my own bad traits that come from my dad oh shoot yeah and i'm like oh i'm just like holy shit and like i it's so weird to see that like like i have some of his bad traits that's where they stem from yeah Um, when you grow up you just pick up so much stuff from your family exactly and like especially friends as well like the same thing can happen you know when you pick up on their habits sometimes like when, when, like, for example, when I'll be annoyed or something, mm-hmm. I'll be, like, a little bit more harsh in my tone <laughs> with, uh-huh. like, my mom or something. And then I'll see my dad do the same thing. And I get so angry. Like, I, I get so angry to see him, like, being mad at my mom or something. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, but, like, <laughs> but then I recognize good. myself. I'm just like. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. Dude, my excuse and... in my head is like, they're an adult though. <laughs> so like, they had more time to learn. I don't know, but, but I have been recognizing it recently and I don't like it. Yeah, not for real. That's so the same I want to change it. Same thing with me because my mom's boyfriend, right? Like, he um treats my mom and like, he like does some things that I'm not okay with. But then I see myself doing the same thing to my mm. mom and when I see that, I'm like, oh, man, like, he's rubbing off on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. And I've also been noticing the traits I get from my mom, yeah. where I think it's just like we're emotional. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're like emotional people because, like, this is so weird, but we were listening to, like, this song, mm-hmm. and she, and we we're just, like, listening to the lyrics, and it was about, like, this this guy that lost like his lover in a car crash and we're both like crying over it. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. And it was just like like that connection, mm-hmm. you know. Your mom's a Leo, right? Yeah. <laughs> my mom's a Leo too. Right? <laughs> I'm a Leo. I mean, like, Leo's are emotional, right? Yeah. My my moon is in Leo. I mean, yeah, like, Kayla's mom is a Leo, my mom yeah. is a Leo. Um fun fact, my 
mom is Leo and my dad's a Capricorn and apparently those are like the most um uncompatible signs. <laughs> um and that explains a lot growing <laughs> up. Uh so yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know, it's just recognizing my bad traits, it's something that I wanna work on. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. And like I'm changing. Knowing is like only half the battle, but that's where it starts, right? And so it's good to know like what's wrong with you or mm-hmm. what you want to fix so that you can actually fix them. Mm-hmm. I have a list. On my notes. Sometimes I feel like knowing's like not even half. It's like less. It's like yeah. mostly the effort and commitment. Mm-hmm. That's true too. I feel like that's uh, like the other half. First step though is the first step. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the the pity thing, why do you think that like affects affects you or like gets you angry? Like pity? Yeah, like when someone pities I don't know. You. Maybe it's what we were just talking about, like the insecurity thing. But it's just, it's just degrading comments. Like, I wouldn't call someone else that. I don't know. Like, Mark, if someone comes like, come on, my small man, why would you feel, like, oh a- insulted? Yeah, for real. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, this TikTok trend I'm bringing up because it deals with this topic. And it's, like, Tell someone that you look like somebody that doesn't know how to swim. Oh, oh I know that one. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> I what about it. Do I look like a person that doesn't know how to swim? No, yeah. it's just that comment is just very degrading. And then people like in the comments. But how, did, how does that make you feel? Like you look like someone that doesn't know how to swim. I honestly don't know why it, like why it's that specific it, comment that like triggers it me. affects their like yeah. fragile I don't think it matters yeah. like the skill or talent just telling someone they don't look like someone who can do something is just kind of like undermining yeah. their you look like someone who lacks words. skill at something it's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's kind of messed up mm-hmm. like you can know that you're bad at it but it's just just saying that comment it really strikes your ego I believe yeah I think I guess it's just all about ego like whether you want pity or whether you don't want it Maybe it's just about ego, I guess. Like, even those comments, too, they're so dumb. Like, it really doesn't mean much. Yeah. But your ego gets hurt so easily. <laughs> so much, yeah. Instead of just taking it and be like, I guess so, you're like, you get angry. And you're like, no, that's not true. That's uh-huh. not true. And I think it just comes from a, a place of deep insecurity with your own value and an attempt to protect it. I don't think it's always, like, ego. It's not, like, always, like, oh, I don't really like that comment about me or whatever. It's just, like, the fact that someone has like the mentality to say it it's kind of like stupid that's that's because that also like you know how people like like you said earlier is that like an insult's always a reflection of your own insecurities yeah sometimes i was like like criticism right not even insult, just criticism Mm. like i I always wonder about that i was like is that really true like is it always criticism of your insecurity like if i'm like i'm like uh why are you so tall why are you so short why are you, why is your hair like that? Oh, I don't like that. Like, is that really like a reflection of like me not liking my hair or my height? Not always the case, but yeah, in many cases, it can just be like, you want to feel like the opposite of what you're saying. Like if you got someone small, it's because you want to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's just simple judgments that you should like keep to yourself. That's true. But then, yeah, because it's an important rule. Um that people say like don't criticize anyone right don't criticize yeah. don't complain don't do any of that mm-hmm. and that sounds good and i i was like yeah that sounds that sounds that makes sense but then sometimes it's like i feel like sometimes it's necessary to criticize someone and be like oh mm-hmm. you like 
you shouldn't do that or like you probably shouldn't do that you can like criticize them and like yeah complain a bit i think it's just the way you like someone can bring it up because some people can be really critical like without thinking about the other person's emotions Mm -hmm. yeah you mean like as simple as a cliche statement like I know this can like sound really mean. I'm just trying to do the best for you. Yeah. If that like adds such a difference in just being yeah, like, sure. this is not not this is not you good. Like do this doesn't look good. You shouldn't do that. The yeah. tone of it basically, I mean not basically, essentially, <laughs> uh, does make a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're And then I also want to say like, it's a good rule to keep in mind because you always want to think before you speak. Think yeah. about the person. Think about yeah, yourself. Definitely. Reflect on like why are you saying it. Are you sure it's not just an reflection of your um insecurity or is it actually like trying to help the person right dude that's what i've been thinking about more like thinking before you speak yeah it definitely makes you more quiet right for sure yeah but then again it's like it's so important but and then again i feel like you just hold back so many thoughts Mm -hmm. and so it kind of feels like restricting as well Mm -hmm. so it's like it's a lot more mature to think before you speak, but like you lose a lot of I, your, like your sense of self and yeah, personality. Yeah, it feels kind of like frustrating because you start to feel like like there's so much to think about, so much like that could go wrong. Yeah, like you're like, controlling everything you say. It feels kind of like I don't. It, it's like frustrating because you you feel like you can't say anything because it might hurt someone, and you're like, oh, I don't want to hurt yeah. people. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about like about about like what's it called? Oh, I had it in my head. I was thinking a lot about like que- like when you question people, um, and I realize I do that a lot, and like yeah, I do. I tend to like question people like oh yeah. why'd you do that why'd you do this, and for me it comes out of a place of of like just genuine curiosity like how are you thinking about it like what's yeah. your like rationale, mm-hmm. and something that's just like I realize does frustrate me is when people take that as a hit to like their ego and like mm-hmm. they like they get like closed up because they, they feel like like i don't know like they're doing something wrong yeah so i have realized that i really enjoy people that are confident in their own mentality and decisions mm-hmm. and like if, if i could ask them oh why'd you do that they like have an answer they know why and like whether i question them or not they're not like gonna like i don't know mm-hmm. feel like their value is like hurt or whatever um, i feel like it's because some people are like insecure about certain decisions they make and when someone points it out and asks them why it's like oh why'd you bring it up like, yeah you weren't comfortable but yeah i can see why like, sometimes you could just be curious like it's not a judgment you just want to know why yeah so that's been a little bit of a my own thing that i'm like i want to ask people but now like like you said like i overthink about how i could hurt them so i'm like mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna take it the wrong way i'll just be yeah. like okay cool like i create some like like random false person in my head that tells me no yes no yes <laughs> yeah. and it's just so stupid i'm like what if i just remove that like just, limit just know that person's not you though yeah like yeah. what if i just remove that and i just say what i want to say yeah maybe you should do that and i also want to say um to you guys like about the uh questions thing you know some people are not used to it mm-hmm. at home pe- their parents don't ask them questions they don't they just tell them, like, do this, do that, and stuff like that. And that's why, like, they get a little more defensive because they don't know what to do. It's, like, unknown. Mm. So that's why, you know, um, I'd say, like, just figure it out first. See how it, like, it affects them and stuff like that. And then see, like, yeah. over time how they answer or react to your questions yeah. and stuff like that. Just even having, like, just one simple conversation about, oh, I'm just a curious person. I like to question things that mean no harm. Yeah. That can, like, give them so much closure and comfort. Some Mm -hmm. people don't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Instead of making assumptions, that's like the worst thing to have to do in a friendship or relationship. Uh-huh. Make assumptions about like certain things that you guys just don't talk about. Yeah. It's such a little thing, but like, uh, you know, it's a very detrimental thing. Yeah, it just seems like in the back of your head. Assumptions? Yep. Yes, yeah. they do. Yes, they do. But, yeah, a therapy episode. Um, back to yes. it. Sorry. I guess it's fine. I guess, I think. Or, yeah. Actually. I have a little story about therapy. Actually, I, well, I've never gone to therapy. Um, but one time, it was like, it was when when I went to the restroom in that bar. Oh, in LA. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was. It was after that day. I went home and I like asked my mom about it because I'm pretty sure we were talking about therapy that day. Uh huh. Um, and so I asked my mom about it and. <laughs> About what? Basic, oh, therapy. Like going to therapy. Yeah, like going to therapy. Okay. What did you ask? Um, her? I was like, I well, I basically told her like, oh, like I kind of want to go to therapy, and basically she just said like, let me try to remember specifically. Um, I think she just said like, is anything like wrong? Um, and then she was like, you're fine right now, and then. Of course, it turned into like a religious thing, and I was like, "Oh, oh my. I, think, I can't." I just think that's one of the most annoying things that could probably happen, like when you're struggling and you really are struggling, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. And then someone who is religious says that God has a plan, that this is part of God's plan. Yeah, that God, like, you'll be fine because of God, and it's, you know, it. I'll respect your religion, but it is exactly it's not gonna. Yeah, it's just. Of, I just want to say it sort of like invalidates. Yeah, exactly. Yes, religion, that's literally what it did. It like she's basically just saying like, "Why don't you pray?" <laughs> yeah, like you'll immediately feel better do this right now. <laughs> As oh if it's some like immediate cure, like no disrespect to religion. It's just I lived around very religious people as well, and it's just like. I'll go pray. I'll go to church. You're gonna feel better. Exactly. Like if, it, like if it's an instant solution, right? Mm-hmm. And I I can agree that like if you really like religion, like it can really like bring up your morale and everything and like your positive outlook on life. Sure. But for like teenagers growing up, that's it's not the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like completely different, and it's just how does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. I think it just made me feel so like hopeless. Cause like in my house, I think ever since like my sister left, my mom is like the only one I can like somewhat express my emotions to. And so then to hear her say that, It was so disappointing, I guess. Like, I expected more, which is my mistake, I guess, because God, I mean, like, he's going to solve everything or whatever, but, yeah, it just made me feel, like, lonely, too, because I can't talk to anybody at home about it, so it's just, like, 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, that's an example of like the kind of relationships I described earlier about why a lot of kids are reluctant to talk to their parents about therapy because, well, like that, they just wouldn't understand. And I don't know, like, I, I just think it's super unfortunate because if they can't tell their own parents, then who can they tell? And I don't know, it's it's like, it's really sad. People feel trapped. I mean, like, at least you're close to 18 and you could do it on your own almost, but... Imagine being, like, 14, 15, like, through the worst time of your life, and, like, you tell your parents, can I go to therapy? And they're just like, no, you can't. Like, you you, you, you feel so hopeless. And I imagine it would just be, like, the sense of being trapped mm-hmm. must be just so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think you should still try and ask. Um, even though we just, like, listening to this, it seems like every parent is like that, and, like, you know, we all have the same experience. You never know. Maybe your parent is different. And if you tell your mom or dad, they'll, they'll, um, say yes, and they'll be really supportive. So, I think if you are thinking about it, you should at least try it, um, and and see what happens, right? I think it's important that you you try it at least. Even if you feel like you know what they're gonna say, you know what they're gonna how they're gonna act, just try it. I guess that's it for therapy then. Um yeah, I think I said everything. So yeah, I um I think you should try to go to therapy if you can. Just do your best. This um hmm. I think that this episode will probably hit home with a lot of people. Um but I don't know. I, this was definitely not like a very researched episode. We didn't do research on like therapy and statistics and like the effectiveness of it, of anything like that. Because this is just a reminder that like at the end of the day, we're just sharing our stories and our experiences and our thoughts, and hopefully that helps you figure out your own experience. But if you do want professional help, please reach out. There's a bunch of suicide hotlines if you feel like you need emergency help. If you need emergency help, you go to 911. And so um, just remember that there's a lot of resources out there, even um, even if you feel like there aren't. Um, you just got to search for them a bit. We'll put some, um, some, 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 some resources in the bio of this, whether it's on YouTube or on Spotify. And... Please use them if you feel like you need it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with using it. Um, and hopefully you feel a little bit less alone in your situation. So, with that being said, thank you for listening. Is that everything? Yes. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Yeah. Stay safe. 
try to talk to somebody. I mean, don't burden everything yourself. Don't carry everything in. Don't bottle up your emotions, Chief. Don't do that. Yeah. And it's okay to look for help. Yeah. Don't think everything's on you. Don't think you're trapped because of your family situation. Yeah. And I guess I guess if there's really like you can't go to therapy, you can't do any of this because of your parents, like the least you could do is just I don't know, I guess just develop like the healthiest habits possible and see, you know, maybe that might help. Um and I'm sure it can't hurt, right? Uh, Thomas, didn't you say something that like you started trying to have better habits and like it helped? Um Yeah. Um well yeah, so when everything was going to shit, basically, and I I was super desperate to, like, get out of the situation I was in, and I basically, like, just woke up one day and forced myself to ask for therapy and just realized that, like... Thomas, like, you've literally been depressed your entire life, basically. Um, and you're almost going to graduate and you're almost gonna go to college. So you gotta get your shit, you know, you gotta confront it and you gotta get better. And so, um, as a result of that, I guess I really did just push myself to go to therapy and have healthy habits. And this meant, like, just not listening to so much sad music, um, trying to just keep, like, a clean and comfortable space that I can feel safe in, and not relying on, like, substances or just unreliable sources to be validated, to be validated and happy, um... And another healthy habit is just, I guess it was just learning how to be by myself. Um, I'm not quite there yet, but I do, I am learning every day how to be okay with just me and not have to have other people around me just to feel good. Um, and yeah, I, I know it's like, it's really difficult to develop those habits. Those habits did not just pop out of nowhere like it I had to go through a lot and it was just like a big self-realization thing so I don't know yeah yeah it's really just like you're like you really need to just push yourself there is nothing really else yeah it really just comes down to personal will and how much and how badly you want to get better so that being said Thank you guys for listening. Um, tell us if you've gone to therapy in the comments and what it's been like for you. And hopefully your story helps someone else. So thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.